Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's about 12 minutes after 6. For reasons I'm unsure of, David Blaine, the illusionist, so he does crazy tricks, right? Yeah, all like kinds of amazing stuff. stuff. He'll float, he'll like yeah. suspend in air, he'll go into ice and like sit there for two days. A little more than the rabbit out of the hat kind yeah, of stuff, right? right? He was in Harrison Ford's house. So I don't know, are they friends or I don't know. any idea why this was happening? I don't know. It's on Twitter if you want to check it out. Well, he also got thrown out of Harrison Ford's house. Your card just left the deck just now. Look through the deck. Your card isn't there. Go ahead and look. Yeah, it's not there. You won't see it there. No, it's nowhere. Here's what we'll do. Yeah, here's what we'll do. So I'll tell you what you're, you're <laughs> listening to here. They're in Harrison Ford's kitchen, and Blaine is asking him to pick a card. He's doing a card trick, yeah. right? And Ford is sifting through the deck, and he looks really uncomfortable, doesn't he, through the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, like, it's like he didn't want to be there almost. <laughs> right? It's yeah. his house. So Blaine tells him to then pick up a piece of fruit. So he's looking for his card. His card's not in the deck, the card that he was thinking of, mm-hmm. right? Blaine tells him to pick up a piece of fruit. Uh, he's got several bowls of fruit there on the counter in the kitchen. Harrison, do me a favor. Grab a, grab a piece of grab a piece of fruit for me, like a one that we can open up. Yeah, grab a piece of fruit. Is there? Can we can we cut this? Can we can we take a knife and put it right there? Yeah, yeah. Can put it right here. Say your card out loud. Nine of hearts. Nine of hearts. Yeah. Can you turn this sideways? How how Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford being? He's reaching Tommy Lee Jones status. (laughs) Nine of hearts. So Blaine and Ford together now, they grab this giant knife and they're going to cut the orange open. See inside. See there's, see how there's a card in the orange? No way. See how there's one card inside? Please remove it. (laughs) Take it out. Go ahead, pull it out. Open it up, Harrison. Okay, just real quick, you heard Calista Flockhart there in the background, his wife. Yeah. No way, because as he's talking, this card is coming out of the orange, a cut of whole piece of fruit, and he's pulling out Harrison Ford's card from the orange. Oh! He sounds freaked out. No, no, that's just crazy. Get the f*** out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) They pulled the nine of hearts out of the whole orange, and Ford is freaked out. And he tells him to get the F out of his house. That that would be like a dream for me. If I could get someone to threaten me to get out of their home because of a card trick I pull, how awesome would that be? Well, he was very Harrison Ford (laughs) in the moment. Get the F out of my house. Get off my plane. 6.15 on Wisconsin. Get out of my garage. Morning news. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. A Brewers hurler makes his debut. Yelly stays hot atop the order, and technology is helping pitchers and catchers communicate. WTMJ's Greg Matzik has the latest on Brewers from Arizona.
Corbin Burns makes his first start of the Cactus League in a 7-4 loss to the Rangers Thursday afternoon. Burns struck out two and allowed one hit and two earned runs over two and a third innings. Also, experimenting with calling his own pitches using the Pitchcom device. It's more of a just to eliminate getting backed up against the pitch clock. The, the difficulty is when you shake a couple times with no one on base. Um, you know, my, my sim game, we ran into it. 3-2 count. You know, shook once, shook twice, shook three times. You know, we're, we're going to get balled. So uh, instead of shaking, you can go to that. The Brewers pounded out 13 hits on the day. Christian Yellich with a leadoff home run to left field. The Brewers travel 20 minutes southwest of Maryvale today. The Goodyear to face the Cleveland Guardians this afternoon. Freddie Peralta is scheduled to start on Saturday with Brandon Woodruff taking the ball on Sunday. With the Brewers in Arizona, I'm Greg Manson. Our next spring training broadcast is scheduled for Saturday afternoon beginning at 2 p.m. In college hoops, March is here, and so is the madness as the UWM Panthers, who just completely dominated from start to finish in the quarterfinals at the Clotchy Center Thursday night, taking care of Wright State by a final score of 87-70. to The Panthers were led by guard B.J. Freeman, who dropped a game-high 29 points, including this one. Browning ahead to Thomas, left wing. Freeman, transition three is pure. Big shot, B.J. Scott Warris over there on the call on 101.7 The Truth. It was the biggest crowd of the season for the UWM Panthers in the Clotchy Center. And after the game, freshman Elijah Jamison spoke on the environment and energy the crowd provided. It was amazing um, just being able to see all the students yeah. and some just familiar faces around around campus here. And, you know, it, it really uplifted everybody. And when we came out in one month and we seen all these people, I feel like it made us want to go made us want to go 20 times even harder. So, <laughs> and I feel like it showed with our play. Everybody was turned up. The energy was really good. So I feel like the, the fans did their thing today for sure. The magical season continues. And next up for the Panthers is a semifinal showdown with the three-seed Cleveland State Monday at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. Tip-off is set for 8.30. Coming up, we're learning a lot more this week about what the new Milwaukee Public Museum is going to look like. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 622, the future of the Milwaukee Public Museum is coming a bit more into focus this week, and that focus will only tighten here over the course of the next two months. That belongs in a museum. So do you. What belongs no. in the museum? <laughs> What's Harrison Ford Day today? <laughs> Fantastic film. Isn't that a great line? That belongs in a museum. So do you, oh, you. you old hoot. New movie coming out in a couple of months. Anyway, go ahead. Topic of much debate as this treasured institution is building a brand new facility. It's going to be adjacent to the Deer District downtown. This is a museum. I cannot tolerate this type of chaos. Yes, the idea that the new museum would not in some ways be identical to the current museum caused a lot of folks online to lose their minds. MPM on record from the start saying they're not going to pluck the old exhibits out of the museum like the beloved streets of old Milwaukee and just reassemble it just down the road. But with that assurance, uh, it's going to be all okay. Everything in this museum comes to life at night. It's freaking awesome. It's awesome. All right, enough of that. <laughs> museum this week sent out a detailed description yeah. of the types of exhibits that they are constructing and, and then a timeline of when we'll learn more specifically about all of them. Why do you think they did this? Just because this is the standard, this is what you do, or are they trying to you know, hit the primer button for more fundraising? I think a little bit. Sure, because it's a $240 million yeah. facility that they're trying to build. And so they are still fundraising for it. And, you know, 
I think, too, they just know it's very sensitive. And we sure. saw, you know, people are deeply invested in this. So look here, we're going to be totally transparent with you all. Here's what we're doing. What do we know? The new place is going to be, it's five stories, 200,000 square feet. It will have a planetarium and a butterfly exhibit. So those will both be back in a new form. Cool. There will be two areas for rotating items from the museum collection. They were really big on this. We want it, We have so much stuff that you never get to see. So create these two special areas where they'll always be moving new artifacts in and out. They'll have one gallery for traveling exhibits. So that's like, you know, the King Tut exhibit comes to town or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Right? And then five permanent galleries. And this is what people are really invested in, right? Like a permanent gallery right now is the dinosaurs over there or the streets of old Milwaukee. Here are the permanent galleries. Time Travel, Wisconsin Journey, Milwaukee Revealed, Living in a Dynamic World, and Rainforest. Time Travel, eh? So I'll tell you more about that in a moment. Dr. Alan Sensky, president and CEO of the museum, says the Future Museum will continue to champion immersive, interactive experiences that transport visitors to new places across the world and through time spark curiosity and make the museum such a special place to visit again and again. On Tuesday, we will learn more about the time travel gallery. This is what they're telling us so far. It's dedicated to exploring the deep past, including when dinosaurs roamed the Earth. Through exhibits focused on three of the planet's geological chapters, Paleozoic Era, Mesozoic Era, and Cenozoic Era. So that would be tantamount probably to, what what do they call that, the third, the third planet exhibit? Okay, yes. Volcanoes and stuff, and the Ice That'd Age, and the yeah. dinosaurs in there. Awesome. So we will learn more about that next week. On March 23rd, they're going to talk about the Wisconsin journey. That gallery will be an entire exhibit floor focused on the geological wonders and strong, varied cultures of Wisconsin. So whether it's people or our landmarks and our geological Mm. things, uh, they're going to explore that. If you're looking for streets of old Milwaukee, here is the likely parallel that I can see. April 14th, they'll talk about Milwaukee Revealed. Here's how they describe it. It will immerse visitors in city streetscapes. They can explore to learn more about the history of Milwaukee, the people who came to settle and live here, and its interconnected systems, neighborhoods, and ecologies. That's Streets of Old Milwaukee. But it'll look a little different. Absolutely. It'll be new and maybe more interactive. You know what I'd love to see them do at the new museum? like Kind of like the Disney model, where when you're somewhere in Epcot, you know, and you're in France. You feel like you're there, there. Right, like. How about a French restaurant yeah. in France? You know, mm-hmm. how about uh, an old-timey restaurant that you can go and make a reservation in and sit and eat? That'd be cool. I remember eating at the Norwegian restaurant in Epcot. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it'd be good. Well, nope. Let's do that and make it good. <laughs> so they'll continue to roll this stuff out in the coming weeks. It'll be 11 weeks of this sort of slow roll where they reveal more and more details. So... A little bit more on what that new Milwaukee Public Museum is going to look like. That belongs in a museum! So do you! On Wisconsin's Morning News. Did you see that big package I got in the office there? I did. I was going to ask you about that. Good. Well, because I'll tell you what's in it. Okay. It's a big box. I already showed pancakes, so he can't play. Saw you with the box. What was in the box? I will tell you. <laughs> I'm assuming it wasn't what was, it was in that not box. What was in that box? Okay, good. So I'm not going to tell you right off where I got it because that could maybe give it away. But I will tell you the contents and see if you can make the connection here. That I admit it took me longer than it should have to okay. figure out. Pancake was there when I was trying to figure it out. Right, that took too long. 
I mean, I didn't get it either, full disclosure. You didn't? Okay, so we were both dumb together. Yes, as always. <laughs> okay, so in go. this box is a notepad, a pen, All right. a compass, a camera, a clock, a flashlight, a book of puzzles, and a Fitbit. A book of puzzles, what do you mean? Like a like a puzzle like book, word puzzles word, and okay, things. Yeah, okay. like um, at first, I was going to guess that it's an event taking place at some point in the near future, and you should use these things to get to said event. But now, after you nope. rattled off so much, did you enlist in the Boy Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> Notepad, um, pen, compass, camera, clock, flashlight, book can, of puzzles, can I do Fitbit. A, a yes or no? Is sure. this right. of what sent it to you? Was this an agency, meaning like? You know, like visit Milwaukee type of place, or was it like a company? It's a company. Okay. I'm assuming a local company. Ish. Ooh, what does that mean? So they're all over, but they also it, are here So it's locally. a franchise. Scavenger hunt? It connects to today's national day. Oh, oh God. Where's Mercure? <laughs> right, he always Dang is. Dang it. Uh, well, it's National Apricot Day, probably. Yeah, probably. Today is the National Day of Unplugging. Oh. You got it, Deb? Um, Something to do with the phone, I would imagine. Yes. These are all things that are now in your phone. Cool. Uh, all the things that are one uh, device. That's right? cool. I don't normally fall for the press kit that's sent out, but I thought that was somewhat okay. ingenious. This came from U.S. Cellular, and uh, they are promoting their... Put the phones down thing. Oh, it's, uh, today them. is That's National nice. Unplugging Day, and uh, their campaign is phones down for five, whether it's five minutes or five, five hours, seconds, or whatever. So they're promoting that. That kit this. sounds cool, though. Yeah, that kinda, sounds like a real win. The other thing is, like, I I don't know what their what their get is on that. Like, they're the ones that sell you the phone. And they're the ones telling you to put it down. So I mean, they're just trying to be altruistic. Yeah. I think. yeah. I think that's nice. It's so, nice to play both sides, right? Kind of interesting, like, though. Yeah, I appreciate that. So they want people to set a goal about putting their phones down, and then they want them to post about it. A hashtag phones down for five, <laughs> so which is funny. As soon as you get it. back on the phone, <laughs> make sure you post. Make so sure you tell post everyone. Hey, hey, you should put your phone down. But I did think it was a creative way to get the point across. Today, National Day of Unplugging. But wait until Wisconsin's morning news is over before you unplug. Saw you with the box. What was in the box? Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers were back in Cactus League play against the Texas Rangers on Thursday, dropping their second spring training game in a row, this time to the Rangers by a final score of 7-4. Corbin Burns made his first start of the spring, allowing just one hit and two runs, over two and a third innings. Christian Yelich remains hot at the plate, though, as he homered to left field on the first pitch of the game for the crew. Next up for the Brewers is a Saturday afternoon game against the Cleveland Guardians. First pitch is at 2.05. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ. In college hoops, the UWM Panthers are moving on in the Horizon League tournament as they defeat Wright State on Thursday in the quarterfinals by a final score of 87-70. B.J. Freeman led the way for UWM with 29 points. And in the, UW, excuse me, and in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks have re-signed forward Myers Leonard to a second-day contract and reportedly remain as strong front-runners to sign free agent guard Goran Dragic. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. 
Happy, happy Friday, everyone. Today is my favorite day of the week, and I usually try my hardest to always remain upbeat, chipper, and positive. However, with that being said, as the Badgers sit at 16 and 13 and 11th in the Big Ten standings, it is time to move on from Wisconsin basketball's head coach, Greg Gard. It's time that this program propels into modern day and inject some energy into this fan base. Look, I get it. Firing someone is not always the easy answer to complicated questions. But all you have to do is watch about, I don't know, five minutes of this Badgers basketball team in action, and you will likely sit back in your chair and ask yourself, what year is this? The Badgers slowly walk the ball up the court, allow the opposing defense to get set. There's slow ball movement. There's unproven shot makers taking timely shots at key moments. In 2022, according to 24-7 Sports, the Badgers ranked dead last in recruiting in the Big Ten and 105th nationally. Now, does that sound like a program you think doesn't need a change? And if you're curious what a change could look like, you really don't even have to look far. Just take a gander across the room at what the hire of Luke Fickle has done in just over four months for the UW football program. The Badgers basketball team has not even made it past the first weekend of the NCAA tournament since 2017. And regardless of your feelings, nepotism lies heavily in this basketball program. And if you're like me, enough is enough. Chris McIntosh has shown he is not afraid to go out and make a change. And in my opinion, that time for a change for this program is long overdue. Looks like you're going to a fish fry. Dogged reporter Jason Smith on the scene. I mean, people walking out with, I mean, like six boxes. I, I listen, I took it to go play. Is the court player really going to be here? That was a phenomenal experience. I felt rich. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is how rich people live. Walked into the kitchen. Right, He got right to it. Like, it was no, he got started with the fries. Boom. At 6.53, Jason Smith in the house. Can't help but smile when you see this guy. Feeling good too. Your UWM Panthers on the way. Is that gonna is that gonna get done? Without question. <laughs> Without Come question. on now, it's Panther Nation over here. You yes. already know. Yeah. Uh, good for you guys. So Jason's been going out to area fish fries here as we celebrate the Milwaukee fish fry, particularly popular during this Lenten season. Yeah. So where'd you end up this week? Well, so this week I went to the packing house. And I think everybody, probably everybody in Milwaukee knows about the packing house. And this one is a little bit different than the old um, German beer hall I went to. Um, This one I can go in. I feel like I can go in in a hoodie and jeans or I can go in in a full-fledged tuxedo. You'll see it all. You can see it all. In the dining room. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And it's comfortable. You know, it's good for a multitude of reasons, Um, especially during Lent. Um, like I was talking to Chris White and his family, actually, he's the general manager. His family actually founded the restaurant. And like he was saying how the fish fries actually sell probably around 30 percent more during Lent. Sure. So like that's a that's a good thing. The thing they always have the fish fry there, though. Yeah. So they, it doesn't have to be Lent to go get the packing house this fish fry. Yeah, he actually compared the sales of the fish fry to other the other popular yeah. items. Now, we serve more fish fries than probably anything else on the menu combined. Uh, and we're obviously known for steaks and prime rib and all those other things, but uh, our fish fry is by far the most popular entree. So do they still sell? Do you have options there? They still got the perch? Yeah. I mean, they got so, really good perch. Yeah, they got 
great options. And, and especially, like, he explained how they make their codfish and how everything, the secret is that everything is handmade to the bread and to every little thing. Got to get some slaw, a little coleslaw. Coleslaw. You got the fries. You got the raw bread. And what really helps is the drive-through. And I swear, that's where I went through. So I was going to ask you about that. So every week, Jason is also videoing his experiences when he goes to these fish fries. So is that the... Uh is that how, what we feel this time when we watch the video? We, we go through the drive-thru with you? So, so you're going to go inside, too, and you go, okay. we go go into the kitchen to see how they prepping Excellent. a little bit. You okay. know? Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, you go see that, and then you go see a boom, a transition to me in the drive-thru. You're going to be basically sitting in the drive-thru with me. You go pull all the way in, pull up to <laughs> the, the window. I want to be. <laughs> exactly. Pull up to the window, and her, too. It was no talking. I, well, it was talking. Obviously, she greeted, hi, how are you doing? Sure. But they already know what we there for. So, boom, I handed, <laughs> I handed the money. She handed me the bag. You go get my reaction to me eating the fish and all of that. So, yeah, yeah no, check out the video. Well, and the, the line looks long, particularly now, right? You go by there on Layton Avenue and the line looks long, but they move you through. When I pulled up, the line was all the way in the street. Yep. When I went out to for me to go into the drive-thru, the line's still in the street. It's out onto the but, runway at but, Mitchell. It's different people. It was different cars. Like, I moved through that line quick. All right. So you are a connoisseur of the fish fry, right? Basically, yeah. Right? So you know what's a good fish fry versus what's... At, at this point, I feel like I'm a fish fry pro. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, I feel like I'm good. a fish fry critic. So it worked. It you, worked. You'd say that this is one that you'd put there high on the list. They are extremely high on the list. And, like, the hype is real. Like, I mean, everybody knows about the packing house for a reason. They got an all-you-can-eat option or no? Uh, All-you-can-eat all option yeah. for the fish fries yeah. specifically? Yeah. I don't know about all-you-can-eat. <laughs> it seems less and less in vogue. That used to be the thing. Now they call it all-you-care-to-eat because that sounds a little better <laughs> all you than the challenge. All you can, oh, yeah? You tell me That's how, too much. how all I can eat? Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> exactly. Buffet style. So when's your video drop? Today, I mean, it'll drop probably around, I'll give a, a good time period of 7.30 a.m. Why, All is it right. not done yet? It is. <laughs> well, oh, okay. well, so what, what I want to do is just make sure everything is okay. fine, too. It's done already. All right, we'll give you a deadline, 7.30. 7.30 a.m. is going to be dropped with the article. WTMJ's Jason Smith. You can check out that video coming up online at WTMJ.com and in our mobile app.